I think maintenance is our collective responsibility. Hello and welcome. This is Puneet Surana and you are listening to the Galata podcast. Galata is a word from the Indian language Kannada that means the noise caused by a ruckus. This podcast is about starting up while we are still in college, testing ideas, creating a team, building something worthwhile and adding value to other people's lives. Join us as we discuss the thrill of earning your first buck, tackling uncertainties, overcoming obstacles and delighting others. Most of all, the Galata podcast is about seeing, understanding and implementing so you can deliver on your audacious promise. Today with us we have somebody who's marching on a completely different path. He is an advocate by the day and a social worker by the weekends. Somebody who started out a little organization with four friends on a mission to make Bangalore the cleanest city in the world. Today he has spot fixed over 150 spots in the city and just recently i mean this last week he was brought in to delhi and recognized by the union minister of india for the clean india movement ladies and gentlemen join me in welcoming a really young driven and enthusiastic person amit amarnath Thank you so much for the very I don't know very extravagant introduction to me. That's really very sweet of you. Wow. Let's start with a question that I start with most of my guests. How was it like around the dinner table when you were growing up? Yeah, basically, I grew up with people who always complained about everything, everything under the sun, saying that the government is not working properly, the administration is not taking care of things properly. I always saw people complaining, but uh, I rarely saw anybody taking some action in that direction to set it right. That's the kind of people I've been grown up with, and I think that's what made me feel like we actually need to. act instead of just complaining because everybody at the end of the day we complain we sit back complaining is really simple it's really easy you can sit back and complain about everything but if you really want to be the change and you need to take a stand mm. and see as to what you right. want to do that's where i mean like you move from an armchair activism person but how was your childhood like no, i was a very introvert i, I was a horrible introvert i uh, i horrible I, introvert yeah yeah <laughs> I, i i i didn't really speak to a lot of people i used to keep to myself i used to read a lot and uh, i was a lot into music so i used to sing during my school days and uh, i think this leadership quality i think during my school days i was chosen as a house captain for one of the houses so i think that's where i got that really uh, i mean uh, i got the feel of being a leader that's where i i experienced how it is really to be a like a leader for a team i used to spend a lot most of my time reading reading books what, what kind of books were you into i was into self help kind of books uh even t- even today i actually like to read those kind of books from the beginning as yes, yes, you yes, into yes, self help yes. books yes i started with chicken soup no no not really. <laughs> chicken soup chicken soup <laughs> back then that was self help for me uh-huh. so yeah that's where i developed that uh, interest for reading mm-hmm. and apart from that i i was into music so during my school days and my college days i used to sing and uh, yes i have also backed a lot of uh, prizes for my uh, singing whatever so uh, yeah apart from that i think what really gave me that uh, feel of being a leader is when i was chosen as one of the house co- uh, i mean one of the house captains in my school so uh, i got an opportunity to, to, to opportunity to address people on the stage on the dais how old were you 7th standard that's my 10th standard 10th standard that's 15 16 years old 15 16 years old right i think that's when i actually stood on the stage and spoke for the first time in the mic uh yeah i, I was really scared i was mm-hmm. damn scared but i think i mean once i was done i uh, i felt really good about myself i think that's where it all started 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that uh, that's where i learned how to take up responsibilities and how to meet those responsibilities mm-hmm. so as i said i was a introvert from a, from being an introvert to uh, okay i don't say that i'm an extrovert now but uh-huh. i can definitely say that to some extent i've overcome that introversion wow. so you can get along with people now yeah definitely yes certain to some extent mm-hmm. to to a larger extent maybe how was your initial college life like 11th 12th were you also involved in activities or i was part of uh, a social group i mean the social activities group in my college i started in christ university uh, christ junior college back then so i was part of this uh, this department Central in christ which is like yes okay. yes okay. Okay. social action uh-huh. so i i was part of it i've uh, taken part in couple of their activities mm-hmm. uh, but also in my college days i i was really into music i was more into music than mm-hmm. anything else i mean I, i always thought that social i mean being social i mean so social activism was not really my cup of tea at at, at that point of time so i was uh, I, i used to hang out with my friends you know mm-hmm. concentrate more on music and also had my own band yeah, so we used to band. jam together yeah uh, we used uh-huh. to jam together so i think i spent most of my times uh, practicing music and all that i wasn't really really very active as far as social social works comes so, yeah, yeah social works uh, are concerned so i i think all this changed after i joined law school mm-hmm. what was your music like um, did you guys produce any music if you know no not really not really we had a uh, we used to participate in intercollegiate fest uh-huh. i think uh, we were restricted to that so we we, we couldn't go beyond that because after college i think uh, all of us got busy with our own lives and I, i chose a completely different stream my friends who were in my band uh, they were either commerce students or arts students right so they they went into bcom and ba and i completely shifted to law school fast forward to your time at christ from christ in college to christ university that's christ where i did my law school, school yeah okay. my law school how was law school 5 years in christ university <laughs> i spent 7 years of my life in christ oh my god and i must say that one of those rare rare beads of survived through <laughs> who survived oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's quite a challenge uh-huh. i can tell you that much but uh, christ definitely it, it helped me uh, you know imbibe a lot of discipline in my life mm-hmm. uh, because the attendance and all that it it, it really uh, makes one very disciplined it, it 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 teaches you how to take life seriously so i i need to thank christ for that and also i got that kind of exposure which i actually needed so all my right. faculty and and the kind of people i you know studied with i mean the exposure was really great so i'm always thankful to christ i mean a lot of people complain that uh, christ is really strict and all that but i feel that uh, it's for our own good you know right, it, sure. it, it it will definitely shape you into a into a better person uh, as it did with me i guess you, you wouldn't realize it while you were in there exactly. you'd grip about but Yes. Once you're out, yes, yes, yeah. definitely. But that's something I observe with a lot of Christ students, including myself. Okay, um, you're also Christ. Yes, yes. yes, yes. I did my uh, BBA undergraduate okay. Christ mm-hmm. University, and that's where I came across you and the work that you're doing okay. while you were at Christ University. Tell me, I I already know that it's a very hectic course, the law course, because the library is usually filled with law students all the time, down the clock. While you were juggling through the full time. law course five year integrated course you also founded something called as youth for parivartan yes. how did that happen basically uh, all this started in the year uh, 2014 bangalore was being termed as garden city all of us all of us when we were growing we always heard bangalore being termed as garden city and all that but all of a sudden it was getting the title of garden city so this right. really uh, was alarming and as i said a lot of people were just sitting back and complaining uh, complaining about uh, fellow citizens complaining about the government the administration but none of them really i mean most of them didn't really think as to how it can be fixed right. we as citizens we as residents of this beautiful city we we owe our responsibility we owe our duty to our city we need to do something instead of just sitting back and complaining so yeah that's when this idea struck me there is a small children's play area in in bajjani second state very close to where i stay uh, there is a small children's play area this 
this play area was filled with garbage debris and all i mean uh, you name it you could find it there like a field which is Yes, absolutely. Yeah, dumped with garbage. Uh-huh. There were play equipments, but uh, because of all this garbage, kids couldn't really access the park. So I saw a lot of people complaining about it, but none of them really uh, initiated the cleaning process or whatever. So that's when I, I discussed about this with my friends, Sanket, Nishant, Anup, and Rakesh, and we thought we'll clean it up, we'll paint it, and we'll see if we can initiate the change. And uh, on on a Sunday morning, we we woke up, we got in touch with the BBMP, we we, we cleaned up the entire place, we painted, we installed benches, and uh, we saw to it that. Uh, I mean, after a week, we saw that the place was being maintained. Wow. So that's when this idea of taking this forward. As was that a hustle? Because you're just five boys. How did you go through the BBMP? Because a lot of people think it's such a hustle to go through yes. BBMP and all the corporators and all of that. Was that really a hustle? How was it like? Tell me that. No, what more. we did was we, we actually approached the local residents. Uh-huh. Uh, so we got a letter signed by the local residents. We got 10 people to sign. We, we made it like a joint petition. We gave it a, we, we represented it as a complaint to the BBMP. Uh, but we didn't really get a good response from the BBMP because Swachbar Dabiyan was not launched back then. So, this uh, is five months before the Swachbar. Yes. June? Okay, yes. right. People didn't really know what we were doing. A lot of people thought we were some jobless youth doing something useless. <laughs> so, uh, and even the, uh, the BBMP was no different. Uh, even they thought that we were doing something useless. So we were lucky to catch hold of 10 people who agreed to sign on the joint petition. And we gave it to the BBMP. Uh, but we didn't get a, uh, I mean, we didn't get a reply from the BBMP whether they would have support us or not. So what? We, so we uh, on, on that day, we just woke up. We, we started cleaning all by ourselves. So without the permission of the place. Yeah, without okay. the permission on that. That's daring. Yeah. And luckily, one BBMP garbage auto happened to pass by. Uh-huh. And one of those persons in that garbage auto, he saw us cleaning. I don't know what uh, I mean, what impressed him, but he came forward. He joined hands with us, and he stopped the auto. And yes, he joined yes, he did. Okay, he did. so three to four people, three to four staffs who were with him, they joined along with us. And that's how we cleaned up, uh, cleaned up the place. Uh, certainly without the BBMP support, it would have been a very challenging task because cleaning is something. Transporting the garbage is another thing. Yeah, I think what I think the difference that we made that day is usually educated or the so-called educated, we don't really get our hands dirty. There is lack of dignity of labor. So these people, they're usually shunned away. So when they saw that we were cleaning all by ourselves, I think that immediately got a connect between us. Uh, that, that BBMP guy who stopped by and us. And that's what made him join hands with us. That's how it all started. And uh, the BBMP, as I said, three to four, people from the BBMP and previously we had actually created an event on Facebook. So we had around 16 people joining hands with us that day from, from YFP, all our friends, close circle and 3 to 4 people from BBMP. I think that was around 20 to, 20 to 22 people. Uh, in a span of uh, 3 to 4 hours, we completely cleaned it, we painted, installed benches and after that, I mean the local residents, they saw us toiling from the morning till almost the noon. They pledged that they'll maintain it and so far they've been maintaining it. So I think that's what happens. Uh, when we conduct the spot picks, the local residents see us working so hard. So they take up the initiative of maintaining it after that. I think maintenance is our collective responsibility. And Sajwara Dabiyan definitely it has uh, added a lot of positivity into this because people have ultimately realized that cleanliness is something important and also previously when we used to do a spot when we used to when we used to conduct a spot fix people didn't really know what we were doing as i said so after the launch of switch bar the work that we were doing got a title got a title yes. yes so people could relate to it that's how it all started wow what happened after that how was the feeling after the work was done? Tell me about it. The satisfaction that you get when you see the before and the after. Mm-hmm. Uh, morning when you start, when you see the ugly place, by maybe, uh, I mean, almost by the end of the day, when you see it neat and clean, the satisfaction, I, I don't think I can express it through words because it is it, it is something which you can experience only when you participate. Uh, and also when you see, uh, I mean, a lot of people come and appreciate, uh, they thank us and all that. So so, so this really came, keeps us motivated uh, to do more and more. And I think that's what motivates us to do. This is 22 of you? Yes, and including now, the BBMP, yes. including the BBMP, yes. right? So, so from twenty-two to about a thousand plus 
there are a lot of things which we need to do as individuals instead of just sitting back and competing. Right. But that ripple effect hasn't taken place. Yes, saying. absolutely. But has it taken place in the terms of more and more people joining you? But hasn't taken place in the sense that the input has reduced. Correct. Tell me about engaging so many youth on a Sunday morning. It's like a classic Bollywood story. The only difference is it's an overnight transformation of a spawn. Uh, we don't hire professionals. It's all uh, it's all as volunteers or amateurs. We try to do whatever we can, whatever best we can. So basically, when we, when we upload the before and after picture, mm-hmm. that generates a lot of, I mean, that generates curiosity in the minds of people who see it. I think that's what makes them come and participate at least once to see how things happen in such a short duration of time. I think once they see the before and after transformation all by themselves after participating, the the amount of satisfaction that they get. I think that that's what makes them wake up on a Sunday morning and join us again. That's that's really phenomenal. So it's like a strategy out of a fitness magazine. It works. You've also launched something called as the Happiness Messenger. Yes. What's that about? Yeah, Happiness Messenger is uh, Happiness Messenger is one of the initiatives of YFP. Okay, I would like to ask you, how will you feel if you if you receive something, a letter or or a gift from some stranger? Wow, I would be delighted. I hope it's not a hate mail, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, basically, people in uh, kids in the orphanages and elderly people in the old age homes, they don't really have anybody to any anyone of their own. Happiness messenger is wherein we try to connect common people with the kids in uh, orphanages mm-hmm. and the elderly people in old wow. age homes. Basically, they can buy anything, write a note along with it, and they need to gift wrap it and give it to us. We'll deliver it to the kids and the elderly people in the orphanages and the uh, old age homes, respectively. The expression when you see, I mean, the expression that you get to see when they uh, open those, open it, right? yeah, and, uh, especially when they read those letters. Mm-hmm. The expression that you see is just priceless. This is Happiness Messenger. We've done around two to three campaigns so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to taking it more rigorously. You have literally moved out from juggling a course and project on the weekends to juggling a full-time job yes. on the weekdays and running the entire organization in the weekends. Correct. During my school college days, when I was a student, it was pretty much easier compared to now. Because now, uh, I mean, being a student, you know, you won't have much responsibility. Mm-hmm. But uh, when, when you start working, things change all of a sudden and... Uh, you need to somehow balance between your work and your passion. So Youthful Parivartan is a passion not just for me, for the entire team. So yeah, as a student, I had a lot of time because I used to bunk a lot of classes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I used to get to meet a lot of people in the BBMP and uh, all this. I mean, uh, so I had a lot of time when I was a student. But after I started working, that scope reduced to some extent. Basically, once one starts working... As I said, things change drastically. and uh, But still, yeah, even in my office, people know that Sundays are meant for YFP. So whatever work it is, basically my profession, my professional life starts on a Monday and ends on a Saturday. Sunday is meant for YFP. <laughs> I think everybody, including my colleagues, know that. So it's, it's been quite quite good because they have been very understanding. Uh, the challenge, yes, it, it, it has been quite challenging, but the challenge is uh, quite acceptable. Wow, it's worth. Worth it. But how has it been on a personal front? Personal front, uh, initially it was really, really very difficult because Sunday is the only day we get to spend with our family as well. So, and then th- th- this very day we spend uh, on the roads of the city, cleaning up the city. Initially, my parents, uh, I mean, not just my parents, parents of uh, other volunteers and board members, they all did feel that... Like the child was taken away from them. Yeah, something, no, something of that sort. There's no family time. Yes. But off late, they've uh, somewhere realized that uh, what we're doing is important. Mm-hmm. Because the kind of appreciation that we've been receiving, I think uh, that's what uh, has made our parents also accept it. All our parents have been really very supportive. Tell me about how does it feel for a group of volunteers when they clean a spot and then again a few weeks or a month later 
they come back to that spot and it's not the way they had left it it breaks our heart because it's not just our uh, time and efforts that we spend we sacrifice our precious time i mean on on on, on a sunday and uh, yeah when we see that the spot has fallen back it it does break all of our hearts but uh, that doesn't really demotivate us there have been instances where uh, spots which we have fixed have fallen back but we take it up as a challenge and redo it wow. with uh, say say basically if, if for the first time we painted and installed benches next time we try and include planters Oh, so you add on to it. Add on to it, uh-huh. just to uh, you know uh, magnify the the beautification process. Yeah, it does really break our heart, but uh, it doesn't demotivate us. Uh, it makes us more, you know. Um, it has only made you more stronger as a team. Exactly, stronger as a team and uh, jiddu. Jiddu is the word in Kannada. Jiddu. Uh, okay, what does that mean? Jiddu is uh, you know someone annoys you and you take. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Is it like zid in Hindi? Yes. What do you call it? It's like relentlessness. Relentlessness or uh, stubbornness. Yes, it it makes you more stubborn. Uh huh. Stubborn. Okay, it it makes you more stubborn. Uh, uh, to see to it that you take up the challenge again and take it up in such a way that you you do everything. You put in all your efforts to make sure that the mentality of people in that locality change. Wow, it's like it's like the quote that you guys are living by that when winners lose, they come back as better winners. Yes, and I love the fact that you are actually adding on each time to the entire spot that you have just fixed and which has been ruined. And back. there's an example for this, which I which I would like to share. Please, uh, there there is a spot which we fixed near Mysore Bank Circle. Basically, Mysore Bank Circle is on the KG Road. So this spot used to be filled with posters, garbage, public urination was rampant. So this was a really ugly spot. All of us, we 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 came together, we cleaned it, we painted. we painted with our terracotta and some beautiful sketches on it but after a couple of days uh, we saw that a lot of pro kanada organizations that pasted a lot of posters so we we didn't know how to tackle that issue that's when we came up with the plan of painting it with yellow and red which is the the color of karnataka flag wow so, uh, so once we painted the wall with yellow and red this is pure gandhigiri <laughs> but unfortunately uh, pro kanada organizations stop uh, pasting posters dalit organizations started <laughs> So uh, this this challenge is really uh, I mean this spot we fixed four times the uh-huh. third time what we did we repainted it with uh, sketches of Dr Rajkumar and Dr B R Ambedkar so public uh, so, so pasting of uh, posters stopped and uh, even till this date the spot is really maintained well and uh, yes uh, so somewhere tickling the political aspects of the community uh, I don't say political aspects but uh, basically playing with the emotions because they play with our emotions. So might as well we also play with their emotions. It not only involves cleaning and beautifying, but there's also the cultural and community aspects yes. involved in it. Yes, that. and uh, uh, basically the sketches that we uh, do on the wall, it's called Varli art. Varli art mm-hmm. is basically the Janpada culture, uh, culture of Karnataka, which we are trying to promote. The What is Janpada culture for people who do not are not aware? Yeah, of Janpada is basically the the local culture of Karnataka. So basically, in these rural areas of Karnataka, you find sketches and uh, pottery and all that. It's a completely different style. It's called Janpada. So somewhere, uh, as far as uh, Janpada art is concerned. we try to promote that as well on the walls i mean on all those walls where we beautify so uh, is there a is there a story behind why it's red across okay red yes, yes. Red, red again is terracotta is again uh, the color which janpada people use a lot mm-hmm. so and, and and it's also also very appealing it's very soothing to look at and also when you sketch on it it looks really beautiful and impressive so that's the reason why we chose terracotta as a signature how sustainable is the organization from standpoint of finances yeah finances initially we used to pull in from our pocket money uh, because whatever uh, resources that we need the, that may include paint cement cement benches whatever it is 
we need money without money i mean the whole world runs on money so initially we used to pull it from our pocket pocket money since we were all students when we started okay later people people who were impressed with what we were doing they started donating to us and uh, that's where we came up with our own funds so whatever money we got we used to put it in our funds we undertake uh, corporate types so sponsorship from corporate companies and uh, and as i said when we when we take up a request from a, from the public we see to it that the local residents pull in for the resources so that's how we've been maintaining the finances this is brilliant uh, i don't know have you read pencils of promise no not really pencils of promise is a story about this one man mm-hmm. who at a similar age goes on a college trip across the world okay and he has this one question with every individual he meets if there was one thing that you would want and nothing else what would it be and so he goes across the world asking everybody if there's one thing you want and nothing else what would it be so he lands in mumbai and he goes to the famous now now famous slum the world's biggest slum and he finds a kid and he just asks him if you want one thing nothing else what would it be and the kid says pencil mm-hmm. and he's like pencil like yes and he searches for his bag and he finds a small pencil and gives it to him and the smile on this kid's face stays with him for a very long time until a point he decides to start schools in remote places across the world okay and the and the model is very similar to what i think you are also trying to do here wherein he he joins the local community tells them you pay half the amount i will get half the amount raised from america and we'll find an create the school so by in the last 8 years they have found over 3000 plus schools really? across the world that's all awesome. and i and i'm so impressed that we are having a bangalore story like that wherein we are we are we are changing one spot at a time transforming one little community at a time and really uplifting the bangalore space one little bit at a time i'm so happy that thank you so much we had this conversation thank you so much shamin there's uh, also one thing which i believe in which is smallest of action is the boldest of intentions this uh, all of us want to do something mm-hmm. we have big big ideas but we don't really put that into action so until and unless we don't put that into action all those thoughts all those ideas it just, it just goes to waste so that's where we were different that's where we put our thoughts into action we thought that yes we can somehow lead the change of cleaning up the city and that's where we started a lot of people joined hands with us a lot of people started walking with us so i think it's really important to take up the initiative rather than waiting for an inspiration try to be the inspiration bring all your thoughts into action i think that's what is the need of the hour because all of us have great ideas and thoughts so we need to put it uh, put it into action to make our city make our country great uh, before i go to the final question where can these people find you and youth for paribal yeah we have a facebook page which is www.facebook.com/slash Youth for Parivartan dot official Parivartan with a T H P A R I V A R T H A N so they can like our Facebook page for constant updates and apart from that we have a website which is www dot y f p dot o r g dot i n. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Amit Amarnath and go make some galata.